there, friend. Welcome to the Healthy Balance Podcast, where we talk about all things health and have real, raw conversations to encourage you and keep you balanced in your everyday life. My name is Allison Gianmore, and I'm a teacher, mom, and someone who is passionate about living in a healthy way. This podcast is to encourage you and give you tips to help you live a full and energetic life in this world. You ready to do this? All right, let's go. Well, welcome back to the Healthy Balance Podcast. I am so excited that you are here today for today's episode, specifically if you are a teacher or if you are a mom sending your kids back to school, or if you are a teacher mom like me, Um, because we are going to talk about how to start the school year strong. And I like have mixed emotions about August, like I love it, but I'm also like, oh, summer is ending. That means no more free time, no more doing whatever I like. It's kind of like a free schedule. But usually when August rolls around and school is about to start, I am ready to go back. I love just, you know, having a new schedule, getting back into a routine, um, all the fresh supplies, you know, seeing the kids again after six to eight weeks not seeing them, um, and just be able to continue to pour into the kids and the passion that I have for health and fitness. But before we get into that, a little life update. I am currently 32 weeks pregnant, and um, as I am staring at a new school year, I also have like two uh, just sets of emotions where I'm like, oh my gosh, this is going to be the longest two months of my life because I'm already hot. I cannot breathe easily. Like things are really starting to get hard. And then the other sets like, wow, this is going to fly by. Like I think being in a routine and going to school and staying busy, it's just going to help the, the months fly by. So it's just so crazy. I have decided though that once this baby comes, I probably will be taking a two month break, um, from podcasting just because I really don't know what it's like to have two kids. And, um, I'm a little anxious about balancing everything that I have. So I just decided that I will be taking podcasts off the table. Um, maybe if I feel like it or if I feel good or something that's really important that's come up, you know, I will podcast and I will let you guys know, but For now, I probably will stop in October and pick it back up in January in the new year, which is so kind of crazy. But anyways, we are definitely on the countdown for this baby. I am so excited, but yet again, so anxious and so nervous because I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) Just like everything else, like when you start something new or, you know, whatever, you don't know what you're doing because you've never done it before. But I am just going to continue to push through and be positive and prep as much as I can. Okay, so let's get into today's episode. So I just wanted to share five tips that help me with starting the school year. Now, I know these might not be for everybody. Everyone has different situations and different lifestyles. But these five things are something that I think we can all relate to and that we all can work towards too. Um, it's nothing like extreme or whatever. For me, I am basically home by myself with um, Sienna. And I basically will be home by myself with Sienna and the second child. So 
Um, whether you have help or you don't have help, I am pretty sure that you're able to do these five things. And I think one thing is that if you are um, able to be with your husband a lot or you know he can be home and help out with the kids, then this will definitely be so, so helpful. And I think just communicating and working together as a team, this will really help kick off the school year because we want to make sure that you know, that we are, you know, just given our 100% every single day, that we have enough energy, that we feel better, but also that we are not going to get sick within the first month or two of the school year. Germs, okay, getting back into the swing of things, being all around kids, being around sicknesses, like this is why we need to make sure that we are doing these things so that our immune system is strong, or if you are a teacher in your, say, 6th, 7th, 10th, 20th year, your immune system probably is already built, and you're probably golden and good to go. Okay, so my first tip for you would be plan and prep as much as you can, like to your ability. So that includes meals, and that means writing out your grocery list. That means writing out what you're going to have every single day. Um, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That could be like cooking up um, chicken on Sundays, ground turkey, like all that kind of stuff, cutting your veggies, doing it as much as you can on the forefront. So then during the week, it's just less stuff that you have to do, or it's, you know, less stress or less thinking that you have to do as you go throughout the week, because we never know what our days are going to hold as a teacher or as a mom. Like, something always unexpected happens and you're like, oh crap. So just planning as much as you can with your meals. I was actually given this little notebook because I teach some nutrition courses to the teachers at my school. um, And I've taught about meal prep and how to meal prep. I was given this little notepad by a teacher that thought of me over the summer. And it is just like one side is the grocery list and the other side is breakfast, lunch, and dinner, like Monday through Saturday, I think. Let me tell you, I used that this week and I absolutely loved it. She got it at a conference. So don't ask me like where, you know, I, you could get it. I really don't know, but like, it really helps seeing what you're going to have every single day. So then when I go and pack it, which is going to be my next point, like I know exactly what I'm going to pack. So I really believe that packing lunches the night before getting anything for breakfast the night before is the way to go. You are going to save so much time anywhere from like five to 10 minutes, which is a huge deal if you are someone that struggles to get out of the door on time. So packing your lunch, packing your kids lunch, okay, the night before, that also goes under planning and prepping too. Also, any kind of activities when you're looking at your week, look at do you have appointments? Do you have meetings? Does your kids have practice? Like, you know, what is going on? And maybe planning meals around that or planning, you know, snacks around that, whatever it is, just planning your week as much as you can so you know exactly what is going to go on, you know, when Wednesday comes, you know exactly what you're going to eat and you're not just grabbing McDonald's or Wendy's or any kind of drive-through because you have no clue, you know, what to make at home. So not only 
planning and prepping helps you save time, but it also helps you with staying on track with your goals. Um, If you are someone that wants to eat a certain way or you want to feel a certain way or, you know, reach this, you know, number on the scale, like planning and prepping is a must. must. You have to do it in order to stay on track with that. Okay, so that is my first tip. My second tip is sleep, okay? I think as a country, we overlook this big time, especially when we talk about health and we talk about our health goals. And I know I've done an episode all about this, but sleeping is so important. As an adult, like getting seven to eight hours is crucial. It really does affect like your immune system. It affects how like your energy levels are the next day. It affects how or what you eat or and what you drink because like think about it. When we're tired, when we're groggy, what do we go and grab first thing in the morning? Coffee, lots of coffee, lots of sugar, a pastry, a donut, a muffin, like all that stuff. We're grabbing candy throughout the day. We're grabbing more coffee throughout the day because it's just caffeine and we need it because we're so tired. So I know this might be hard for a lot of people to get seven eight hours eight hours of sleep and especially if you are a mom with a newborn I'm gonna come back and revisit this when I have a kid and see if like I'm gonna get mad at myself for saying this or not um so this might be a little bit not in your ballpark but um if you do not have a newborn and if your kids aren't on a crazy sleep schedule or they're not having trouble like shut your phone, shut the TV, shut everything off at 10 o'clock. Like give yourself a bedtime, make it a non-negotiable and shut everything off at that time. So for me, it's 10 o'clock. Like I am done. Literally my body shuts down. It like starts closing my eyes for me. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess I need to go to bed. I know in order for me to perform my best and do my best the next day at school, I need at least seven hours of sleep. So make that a non-negotiable, you know, like (laughs) work can just hold a lesson plan can hold, um, a Netflix show can hold like your sleep is so important because you are so important. That affects like just thinking about being a new mom, like a lot of the times moms struggle with like either depression or anxiety or just like being able to do the day day to thing sorry the day to day things is because not enough sleep like that's when our body just recharges and energizes so making that a priority of anything this year makes sleep a priority all right the third thing is nutrition and I don't really need to go into this because I feel like I preach about this often enough on this podcast but making sure that you are reaching for foods that are fueling your body versus feeding your body Um, I just cannot like express enough how much food makes a difference. And that's why I love teaching health and PE. That's why I've started this podcast. That's why I'm very passionate and I post things on my social media about it because nutrition is just such a game changer and it is hard and it is easy to go through the drive-thru or grab, you know, chips and donuts and pretzels and all that kind of stuff for snacks um, during the school year and during the school day. But 
Like really, you will feel a huge difference when your nutrition changes. And not only that, but as a mom, when you are packing for your kids' lunches and snacks and stuff, trying to find as many whole food snacks or healthy snacks for them too. Because guess what? Nutrition affects them as well. It affects their brain. It affects their energy levels. It affects the way they learn. So really trying to find healthy options, not only for you, but for your kids. And that is something that I am doing right now. So if you need some ideas, come follow me on social media at Allie underscore Rye. I have been putting some recipes and things that I have found for Sienna to eat in the morning as we struggle with breakfast. Um, But yeah. Pinterest is full of like just so many healthy snack ideas for your kids and even for yourself. All right, number four is exercise, making time to exercise, whether that is just like if you're a teacher getting home and just going for a walk for 30 minutes or going for a run for 30 minutes, maybe as a mom after you drop your kids off go for a walk or go for a bike ride, like somehow finding 30 minutes a day of just moving your body because along with the sleep and nutrition, exercise is something else that is going to help you feel better, give you more energy, which is so kind of crazy because a lot of people are like, I don't have energy. I'm too tired you know, to exercise. Well, actually, if you exercise, you will gain energy. It's so crazy how it works. Your body was made to move. So you've got to make sure that you are moving your body. So no matter what, when you are planning your week and you look at your activities, plan exercise in there. Okay. Like it's just simple as walking or swimming or biking. It's stretching. Maybe it's coming and joining me in my fit group. Like I love working out first thing in the morning because honestly it gives me the energy for the day. It pumps me up. Right now I'm in a little bit of a different season where being pregnant, I feel like I'm tired all the time no matter what. But that is why I started the morning routine. That's why I started working out in the morning because I just saw and felt such a difference when I woke up and I moved my body first thing. So exercise is one. Last but not least, the fifth tip, okay, is making time for yourself. Um, As a teacher, as a mom, as a teacher mom, it is really hard to find time for yourself and you're constantly finding time and doing everything for your students and doing everything for your family. And then you are burnt out by the time November rolls around. So I think it is really important that you take time for yourself, whether that is like (laughs) just reading a book or maybe it's going to go get your nails done. Um, Maybe it is maybe walking by yourself or going for a run by yourself is how you like to take time for yourself. I know for me, Kyle blessed me with one um, massage a month um, till December. So that's something that I love to do. I love to go get my nails done or go get a pedicure. That is my time for myself. Sometimes, and I know not everyone agrees, but whatever, like sometimes it's just running to the store by myself or running to Target and just walking around and seeing... (laughs) what I don't need that I'm going to pick up anyway. Um, So just find something that you thoroughly enjoy and that fills your cup and make sure you take time for yourself. 
all right, because it is the worst feeling when you are totally burnt out by the month of November because you pretty much have a whole school year. Or if you are a mom and you're just in the ebbs and flows of your kids and their school and their routine and packing lunches, emptying lunches and making dinner and cleaning up and bath time, like, oh gosh, I so know what that is. Like, maybe it's after everyone goes to bed giving yourself a a bath like with salt in it or just reading something or maybe it is just watching an episode of your favorite Netflix show but finding something to do for yourself okay so I know this is quick and short and easy but I just wanted to give you guys these tips because I think it is so important that we start the school year off very strong and we start building these healthy habits now so that we can continue with them throughout the year when it does get hard and we don't feel like doing it but we have started disciplining ourselves where we get up and we do it no matter how we feel so here's a recap of my tips for making it a great school year one plan and prep as much as you can and that includes your meals foods activities free time all that kind of stuff. Number two is sleeping, getting seven to eight hours of sleep, shutting things off, turning off notifications on your phone, closing that laptop at a certain time, no matter where you are in your lesson plans or grading or anything like that. Number three is nutrition, reaching for food and you know drinks that actually fuel your body versus feeding your body. Number four, exercising helping relieve that stress throughout the day or whatever you went through, clearing your mind, 30 minutes, that's it for each day. And then last but not least, number five is taking time for yourself, finding something that fills your cup, that gives you joy so that you are able to continue to pour into your students or into your family and be able to serve others around you. All right, you guys, I hope this helps. If it does, let me know. Tag this uh, podcast on your stories on social media. I would absolutely love to hear from you, especially if you are a mom or if you are a teacher, if there's anything else that you implement at the start of your school year to help you, I would absolutely love to hear it. All right. I hope you guys have a wonderful week and an awesome start of the school year. Thank you so much for listening in. It means so much. I want to continue to encourage people with these conversations and help people live their life to the fullest. So if you know someone that could use encouragement, send it to them or tag me on social media and let me know what you think. I am so thankful for you and I can't wait until we talk again.